is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. Steelers Blitz once again happening right here on Steelers Nation Radio. And I think I will, uh, you know, let you guys know that, hey, we said we're going to go to the phone lines. We have been talking about this because... You know, we wanted to hear your conversation. We wanted to hear your voice. It's been a minute since we've heard your voice. And we needed to hear how you felt about, you know, the topic at hand. As we were talking about the Rooney Rule modifications, we've had the new overtime rules as well on the, on the table. table today. So we said, you know what, man, let's hit the phone lines and see what the people have to say. And I believe this first guy is uh, an oldie but a goodie. Ah, our buddy Juan. Yes, indeed. Down, down in. Charleston. Down in Charleston. He's Charleston. A, what's up, Juan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Man, appreciate you. How are you, man? How have you been? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm happy you guys are back. Miss hearing you guys on the live show. I hate that virtual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was one of those things, you know, we just had to do what was best. Better than better than nothing, but, you know, this yeah. is this is where we are. Uh, it's kind of like going thrive. to the fast food restaurant where it's right here. We're ready to sit down, nice steakhouse. It's a little different. It's a little heavier. <laughs> but what's on your mind, right, Juan? So, How you feeling um, about these topics, man? What you got going on? All right, with the rules, uh, with the overtime rules, I hate it. Like, uh, one of the guys tweeted, you just need to change the uh, regular season one with no ties. We need to get that out the way. But I hate the overtime rules. But we all we got to say most. I know you're a Buffalo guy, but <laughs> thank you, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> all right, but, but I will say this. If you remember, though, the Bills, even after the game, they did not say that they felt slighted. They didn't say that they wanted to make any changes. They said, man, it just is what it is. They have the number one ranked defense also. But continue, Juan. Yeah, I was I was about to see that. Yeah, if they could have just stopped Tyree Hill in 13 seconds, we won't be here with this conversation. So <laughs> away she goes, unfortunately, partner. And also, uh, with the allow the ruining rule, this stuff should have it should have been going ever since I think since um Dan died, they've been going away with the Rooney rules. So I'm mm. happy that Mr. Rooney got it back in full effect. Now, I would definitely agree with you on that, man. Um, This is something, like I said, the Rooney rule has been in place for a while now, and we've seen varying results from that. But we know that, you know, every step is progress, regardless of how big or small yeah. that step is. And I do think that this will continue to move that needle, continue to put more pressure on ownership, put more pressure on the hiring process, so that way it's one less excuse. Because prior to this, has always yeah. been another excuse. So now it's like, what's the next excuse going to be after we get through this hurdle right here? Yeah, I agree with you guys. And also a couple of things I'll let you guys go. So with the draft, I know we got a couple more weeks with the draft coming out. What you guys, I know we need, a receiver, what you guys think with the 20th pick? Do you think we can go receiver? I think there's a at least a 50-50 chance. You know, it, it obviously won how these, you know, it depends how those 19 dominoes fall in, in front of them. But, you know, this is something that we'll talk about, obviously, as we get closer and closer to the draft. But I think this whole idea that, oh, there might not be any quarterbacks off the board by 20, or there might only be one quarterback gone by 20, I just don't think that's going to be the case. And so if there is a run on quarterbacks you know if there's three or four taken in the top 19 if there's a run on maybe offensive linemen 
Um, all of a sudden, pick 20 rolls around, and maybe there's only one wide receiver off the board, maybe only two guys off the board, and, and you've got you know options of a, of a guy like Olave that Moats and I have talked about with a lot of speed. Um, if, if the Steelers are sitting there and the highest-ranked player on their big board is a wide receiver, uh, there's, there's a great chance that they pull the trigger on that guy. But I think early we're going to see one. First, second, maybe third round, I definitely think we're going to see a wide receiver and, and, and them not necessarily wait. We know they've had success later on in the draft, but this is a very talented wide receiver class. Um, and so I think they'll just wait and see how the board falls to them. But I think there's a there's a very solid chance that, that that's a real uh, way that they could go at pick 20. And I would also say, don't be surprised they're a good quarterback, though. Ooh, because you know, yeah. you know, the between Kevin Coward and Mike Tomlin, they have been burning up the quarterback pro day circuit, Juan. It's burning a so, hole so, in their pocket. So don't be surprised I'm, they go QB either. <laughs> yeah, I know. And speaking of quarterback, this is the last thing. I know you guys have seen it all over Twitter. What's up with these fans um, saying, or all these, all these reporters, too? Um, the uh, Steelers are playing their cards. They just want the Browns to release Baker, and they're going to scoop them off for free. What you guys got to say about that? I mean, if he's released, I don't hate it. But that's the only way I would ever envision us touching Baker right now just because it doesn't make sense with the money that he's owed going into this season to bring him here for a trade. But to have a full you know, stance on is Baker Mayfield better than Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, or Dwayne Haskins, to me, I just think if – you know, you you just solely look at the film and we don't put our feelings of him being a Brown in the equation. I think the answer is really clear who the better quarterback is of those guys that I named. But I understand that that's not always easy to do because we do have feelings involved because he is a part of, you know, I've got feelings, the team that we didn't like, whether it was professionally or collegially. Yeah, Juan, I listen, I I think as much as anybody in this town, I've I've railed on Baker Mayfield. Um Moach said professionally or collegiately, I've disliked them at both. I threw it in there for you. Yeah, I know you did because I bring it up all the time. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, a Baker Mayfield hater hipster, one. You know, I hated Baker Mayfield before everybody else. You were at the vanguard of the Baker, the Baker hatred. Because for three straight years, he just would rip out my Mountaineers hearts and stomp on it and plant his flat flag at midfield and do all that stuff that he used to do back in Oklahoma when he was winning a ton of games and scoring a lot of points. But the other side of me, though, one, I'm also, you know, I'm a little petty, maybe even Tom Petty, if you will, <laughs> Richard Petty, if you're into NASCAR. Um, it, the, the the meltdown from a lot of Cleveland fans, because make no mistake about it, the majority of Browns fans, they were all ride or die with Baker Mayfield. You know, he's the first franchise quarterback. Yep. He's the first QB1 that they've had in a long time. They're all screaming and yelling about how he's going to win comeback player, and he's our quarterback, and we love Baker, and we ride with Baker it would be pretty hilarious to see all those Browns fans who do love Baker Mayfield and think that he has been wronged by the organization uh, that would have to see him go to Pittsburgh as well, too. Of so, all places. So, you know what, Juan? Either either way, I'll, I'll get down. I'll find I'll find a way to chuckle either way. Hey, hey, Wes, I agree with you. I think I have to chuckle down to myself, too. So, we'll see where it goes from there. No doubt. All right, guys. Nice talking to you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, Thanks, no Juan. Doubt, Take man. care, buddy. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, man, that is pretty funny, though. Um, I'm glad he brought that up, though, in terms of Baker. Yeah, I just think this one of those things, man. If he played anywhere else and we we're having this conversation, I think people would be a lot more receptive of the idea, of the concept of him coming here. But because he played in Cleveland, and we have our opinions about him because of him being in Cleveland. I think that it skews 
our perception of him. And when yeah. we're comparing and contrasting him and what he's accomplished in comparison to the quarterbacks that we currently have, I think that's where the messaging gets a little bit, like I said, convoluted in a sense, man. But, um, you know, that's the beauty of fandom and that's the beauty of the NFL. I mean, it's going to keep the conversation rolling. It's going to allow us to have these conversations. But, yeah, if Baker is available solely as a free agent, not as a player you have to trade for, solely as a free agent, to me, I think it's a no-brainer you pick him up. But that's just why I stand on it. I would have a hard time arguing with you. You know, Arthur Motes, can I can I reset this real quick? Uh, absolutely. Do you remember, I mean, geez, it was, I think it was right before the combine. So it was probably about a month ago. We were laughing and, and we got onto this quarterback thing again. And I gave you my top three nightmare scenarios yes. for Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, successor. successor. Mm-hmm. Number three was Deshaun Watson, just because I didn't want to have to have more of those conversations throughout the entire year as this thing plays out. Nothing to do with Deshaun Watson, the quarterback. All to do with Wesley Euler, the goofy radio host who doesn't like to discuss serious topics because I'm just a goofball. It's some serious topic. Number two was Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Pitt, Collegiate, all that stuff. We don't like Kenny. I, see, it's not even because I think a lot of people tweet me sometimes like, oh, you're a Kenny Pickett hater. I'm not a Kenny Pickett hater. He never played WVU. I got no animosity towards that guy. Just having to root for a Pitt guy would still be difficult. And number one was Kirk Cousins because I certainly in this town have ripped on him more than you anybody else. You don't like else. that. You don't like that. I've called him Kirk Coupons here on the show many, many times. Can can we do a, a, a remix here of my top three? Uh, yes, please. Number three, Mason Rudolph. Because that means things didn't work out with Mitch Trubisky or with a quarterback in the draft. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm forecasting here a little bit. Number two. Still Kenny Pickett. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> that feels like more and more of a real possibility every day. And number one, Baker Mayfield. Although, again, like I said, the amount of ride-or-die fans that he has in Cleveland that are convinced that he's like this top 10, top 7, you know, dynamite quarterback who would suddenly have to stomach their boy going to their most hated team, that would be kind of nice. Yeah, I think that would be hilarious, man. But we also have to remember, I mean, prior to Baker coming to Cleveland, what did Cleveland look like? Cleveland was the laughing stock of the NFL. Not good. He, for a fact, has changed that organization. Not just in the regular season. He has a playoff win under his belt versus, well, we're going to leave that team not mentioned. Mm. But Try to strike that one from the record. But what he has done in Cleveland is impressive. Regardless of what our opinions may be, to the point where – they became the one of the most talked about teams in terms of Super Bowl aspirations. That doesn't happen without Baker being there. So love him or hate him, that is very much relevant in what he's been able to do there. And I think we all agree too. I mean, he as much as we like to make jokes, and we did, you know, he was he was dealing with a lot last season in, ter- last in, in terms of his health. Yeah. Um, and if he has that go his way this year and going forward, he is. He's not. He not Joe Burrow. He's QB one. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's right. QB one. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Josh Allen. But but he he is a Q, he's a he's a QB one for sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. 
There's 32 QB1s in the NFL. He's no, in the no, top. no, 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 no. Well, you're, it is you're not right. 32 you're, QB1s. Well, you're right. There's 32 starting quarterbacks Correct. in the NFL. He's in the top half of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. He is at least yes. top 16. As yes. much as we like to rip on him, he is at least it's, top it's three 16. Tiers. You got franchise quarterbacks like the guys you were just naming. You have QB1s. Ryan That's Tannehill your Baker is a Mayfield, QB1. your Kirk Cousins, that yeah. group. Yeah. Then you have starting quarterbacks. And we've seen what those look like as well. Right now on our roster, we got starting quarterbacks, potentially. At least we don't want it to start in quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, with Mason's potential, Haskins' potential. But none of those guys have proven to be QB1. Correct. And, and that, some people all... might argue Mitch Trubisky, but if if he had that, he mm. would still be in Chicago. Not on his third stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. Now, it doesn't mean that he can't get there. Right, and we're not saying that either. But as we sit here today on March 30th. Right. In comparison to Baker already proven that he is a QB1 at the minimum. One double-digit games, one a playoff game. At the game. minimum. Yeah. We don't know what he could grow into after that, but at the minimum, he's a QB1. And remember, I, I would always argue that when people would say that Mason Rudolph shouldn't be on the roster. There's 64 two, if you go too deep right. with every team. Like, come on now. Like, so, yeah, uh, May, Baker Mayfield, clearly a top 16 quarterback. In the world? How about that? No, no, you're accurate. Yeah. Steel City Champs uh, kind of agrees with what we were talking about in, in terms of the, the Rooney rule and the diversity conversation that um, the message is, in, you know, until the people with money change, not much is believable. And that's, yeah. That's, that is very accurate. That is a microcosm of society. It is. It absolutely is. Adam tweets us. So glad y'all are back live. Just wanted to say what's up, fellas. Man, what's good? What's what up? is good? We what's miss up, you as well. Adam? How about that? What's up, Adam? Yeah, we did miss you guys as well, too. This is great having the, the calls and the participation and everything. Ranger Abraham chimes in again here. He says, this new rule doesn't fool me. It shows me uh, they want to make it look like they want to change when they really don't. Won't make much of a difference in the long run. Cynically, Ranger Abraham, I am with you. I hope we are both wrong, but that's yeah. where I'm at, too. I mean... <laughs> That's just life in general right now. <laughs> I don't want to go there, so we're good. We're good. We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Jared tweets and says, uh, you know, speaking of having billions of dollars to buy a team, you know, Chelsea Football Club is for sale. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'd buy Chelsea, and then I'd run them into the ground. Oh, you dirty dog. I don't I don't like Chelsea. I know you're a Liverpool guy. Get it, oh, but. yeah. <laughs> buy them and run them into the ground, too. And tell LeBron I said, what's up? Hey, man, it's all good, man. That's why it would actually be hard for me to buy an English team because, you know, a Manchester United guy. Maybe buy like a French team. Get some creeps, white. No, would say Italian league, too much corruption there. Ah, Mexicano? Maybe. Might be some corruption Liga, there too, Liga huh? MX? Never How about the Bundesliga in Germany? Ooh. Or La Liga. You know what? That's I'd buy a La Liga team, and I'd, t- I'd take down the power dynasty of, of Madrid and Barcelona so go. somebody else could get in there. There we go. Topcat tweets us, and he says, I like the overtime gladiator thing. Uh, Thor, Hulk, go. But seriously, uh, overtime sudden death made it more exciting. Teams went all out to score a TD to win. Now, um, you know, instead of giving the ball back to Josh Allen. Yeah, that's that's where I come. That's where I look at it, too. It is exciting. It makes the coin toss exciting. It makes it matter. It makes everything matter. Think about this. There has never been that type of drama surrounding coin tosses except in the NFL's overtime. Think about it. It's a coin toss that starts every regular season game. Nobody cares about that. Halftime is not even televised. But when it's overtime, it matters. 
And I just think that that's the fun part. And it's 50-50. How much more fair can we get? The coin toss is 50-50. It's 50-50, Wes. It's not like Two-Face, where it's the same coin, both sides. No, 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 no. It's legitimately 50-50, baby. I just don't get it, man. Yeah, I don't either. Jared adds, if you want overtime to be fair, do college rules. In theory, you're right, Jared, but that's just another one of those. I don't. You, you couldn't have guys going 10 overtimes like they do right. in college. And you the reason just why have you guys could, dropping. Well, the reason why you could do it in college in comparison to the NFL and is the size of the roster. Yeah. You have an additional 20 to 30 players on your game day roster in college in comparison to the NFL. So the longer these games go in overtime, the longer your star players are out there. And they don't have backups. Those same, Some of those same guys are still playing special teams. Alex Highsmith, he doesn't just play defense. We talk about some of these guys. Robert Spillane, he doesn't just play defense. Go to the offensive side of the ball. These guys don't just play one side. They play multiple parts of the game because of the roster size or the limit that there is. In contrast to the collegiate level where you actually have, you guys just play special teams. That's it. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. Just special teams. You guys are here. You just play defense can't do that when you only get 47 hats on game day. It's not how it works. 47 hats, two of those are quarterbacks. What is it, 75 in college? Yeah. But like I said, on game day in the NFL, you got two quarterbacks minimum. You're going to have, what, a center who you don't use on anything other than offense. Centers don't even snap on field goal. They don't even snap on punt. You have a long snap for that type of stuff. So it's like, man, you're, you're cutting out spots already right there, and that doesn't account for – the backup who, you know, is the backup wide receiver, but he's just so good that you don't play him on special teams either. Or the the third corner is like, you know, he's nice, but we don't want to use him over here. It's like, yeah, you don't got a lot of people to pull from. That that pool becomes very limited to about 20 players max. 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 It's not good. Not good. Steeler Nation 920 says, what a glorious time to be alive. The boys back on the road. Hey, hey, hey. Took a mini trip with the family up to Michigan for my son Travis's 14th birthday. Hey, man. Happy birthday, Travis. Happy birthday, Travis. On the way up, we stopped at a sports memorabilia store, scored a Merrill Hodge autographed jersey. Let's go. Can my boy get a happy birthday from his Steelers fam? Much love. Thanks. Yes, absolutely. Happy birthday, Travis. 14. Feliz. Navidad? No, that's Christmas. Cupleanos, sorry. Come sorry. on, bro. Listen, I needed a sec. Jeez. Listen, we went from Fran- France to Italy to Germany to, I would listen, I, you know, my, I my head's spinning. I think we're world travelers over here, man. Gosh. I'm the one who's saying knee jerk is a big fancy word, all right? He did say that killed me. I man said, yo, I'm, I'm using all these big words today. Knee jerk. What? <laughs> Are you hyphenating that or is it not hyphenated? Maybe that's the difference. <laughs> Happy 14th birthday, Travis. 14. You remember 14, Arthur Motes? That was, ooh, what a time. Just 14. the, the hope, the optimism before the world crushes you down. I'm not going to lie, man. I think my 14th birthday, I remember correctly, it's either my 14th or my 13th. I had a surprise birthday party. I got a beating going into my surprise birthday party. Yeah, man. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Those were some rough years for me, you know? I was uh, understanding myself in, in the correct ways to express myself. And during that time frame, I was not expressing it in a healthy manner. Whereas now I have new perspective. I've learned to breathe and process and, uh, you know, communicate at a, a way better level. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> All you got to do now, express yourself. Yeah. Happy birthday, Travis. Happy birthday. I'm, I've got to get Mozart. I'm sure there's some stories. That the, 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 not... trauma, the trauma was coming back up. I was about to call my therapist. Hey, hey, uh, we need to talk. 
My 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 partner in crime, brother, when I got my beating in, at my surprise party, talk about why you not happy at your party? Cause I just got a beating. <laughs> Why'd you get a beating? Cause I was acting real foolish. <laughs> All right, quick side story. <laughs> Thir- my thirteenth birthday, right? Yeah. Teenager, big birthday. I had a little trouble lying to my parents when I was growing up. Arthur Motes, all right? That it was happens. That, that was that was one of my you know one of my one of my things. Like a month before my 13th birthday, I don't even remember what it was. It was something dumb, but my parents caught me lying. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you lie to us again before your 13th birthday, we're canceling the party. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Week before my 13th birthday, guess what happens? My parents, Why my you parents, always lying? My parents catch me in a lie Why about something stupid. Lying? I had to I had to call all my friends and tell them my birthday party's canceled next week. Oh no. Because my parents caught me lying. Oh no. Didn't have a thirteenth birthday. That's such a parent thing too. You call your friends and tell them. Oh, 100 percent I'm not calling you call. And make sure Ryan's mama's on the phone when so, you're telling so them. So she too. knows exactly what happened. You let everybody know you're a little liar. <laughs> that was that was that was a rough one. Still don't know. I'm 31 now. Still don't know if I've recovered 18 at, at years least, later. At least they weren't there. That's a good part though. But I said, because I was definitely walking into my party with the tears. They're like, you're not supposed to be crying right now. I'm like, you don't know what just happened. You don't know what just happened. (laughs) That is too funny, man. See, this was destiny. No wonder we we, we get along so well, man. Gosh. Happens like that, man. Me tweets us. Hey. What up, man? Needed some time away. I'm back, baby. Mark it down. Mitch Trubisky, NFL Comeback Player of the Year nominee in 2022. Let's go. Hey, I'll take that. All that right, means that things went Absolutely. pretty well. If yeah. he's if he's one of those uh, you know two or three finalists, number one for me, thin wide receiver room. What's your one to five worry scale? Is five being the most worried? Let's I'm go. Assuming? Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably say it. I'm at a two. That's where I'm at as well. You got Deontay. You got Chase. You got your top end talent right there. Granted, we're trying to see which one becomes the legitimate wide receiver one, but both of these guys have proven to be productive players, and we know their trajectory and their ceiling is extremely high. So. Yes, we no longer have a Juju, no longer James Washington, no longer Ray Ray McLeod, but with the wide receiver class being as deep as it is, you're going to be able to replace their productivity, I think even upgraded, as long as you take a receiver in these first two to three rounds. I think you'll be able to, like I said, upgrade from that position going forward. I completely agree. I'm, I'm, I'm only a two as well. You need to add to that room. Yeah. But there's still the second wave of free agency to come, and there's some viable guys out there that could could be had. And then, yeah, they're they're going to draft a wide receiver, and I think there's a handful of instant impact uh, wideouts in this class. So, not worried yet. They check back after the draft. Yeah. Number two, have you guys been to Sammy's yet for a corned beef sandwich? I have not. I need to get there though on Fifth Avenue. I just mozi, you know, I got five month old right now. I ain't got a lot of time for, uh, you know, the. The old pleasures of life, but I, I do need to get to Sammy's, me. I just came back into town. Yeah, you've been gone for I, 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 five I'm, weeks. I'm not making public appearances just yet, so no, I have not been to Sammy's. I don't know if I'm going out to any restaurant for the next two months. I, I'm just kind of enjoying being home right now. This is a stretch right here, even getting in my car to drive to work, quote unquote. And you like three minutes away. You know, I was like, ooh, I haven't done this in a minute. Let's see how this goes today. When you're away from home for so long, all you want to do is stay at home. Seriously, dude, I'm over here like, I don't want to go to work anymore. I just want to stay here and bake cookies with mama all day long. I want to go to school hey, today. Hey, Hey. I want to stay home and bake cookies with you. Me, final question, says the Batman thoughts. Awesome. Still, I loved it. Still haven't seen it. It's okay. It took me a minute because that was what I wanted for my birthday. And obviously I was away and I was like, I'm not going to watch this by myself. Even though I could have, I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I literally just watched it last Friday. And like I said, I loved it, man. The fam loved it. 
It was dope. I want to go see it again. I'm a little jealous. My uh, my oldest daughter, KK, she actually went and saw it again. Nice. I was like, you slide devil, you. Invite me with your friend group next time, okay? I could yeah, throw Dad, in, I, I can go. I could throw in the cool hipster clothes like I'm 14, 15, sack look like that. You know what I mean? I got some hoodies. You just got to be on Instagram the whole time, that, right? No, TikTok. It's t- TikTok for the new kids. TikTok. Right, right. I could TikTok it, you know? Man, this is... I, I say I'm pushing the P, you know? I, I could do all this cool dad stuff. You know what's the next? You know, speaking of billionaires, can we get in on the next Instagram, TikTok? What? What? What's next? Somebody, let me know. All right, someone mm-hmm. who's like thirteen, let me know. See, so you say what's next? I feel like all it's going to do is Instagram is going to just take over it. That's what Instagram does for everything. Mm-hmm. There were there were there were no videos Google's on Instagram. Buy it then or... videos came. Yeah. There were no stories. stories. Then yeah. stories came. There were no TikTok styles. Now then it's reels. reels. Come on now, we know we know what IG does. IG is like okay, don't don't hey. Don't you worry, Vine, <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, remember that, huh? Because it was Vine before it was TikTok. I'll do it for the Vine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but shout out to Batman, though. Dear freaking Mark Zuckerberg's just going to buy everything. He's going to ingest it all like a black hole. While, while maintaining Facebook for, for everybody Meta else. or whatever they want to call it. You know? Know? I was uh, like, I just love this. I love it. Unbelievable. Uh, a couple more here to close out the show. Jonathan tweets and says, I believe all the smoke around the Steelers loving Malik, Malik Willis and being willing to trade up for him. My biggest concern is he goes early at number two and they just settle for someone else at pick 20. Listen, if I tell you this right now, you know, we've talked a lot about Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, how Pickett feels like the most instant impact guy. Malik Willis feels like the guy with the highest ceiling. If Malik Willis goes second overall to Detroit, Arthur Motes, Kenny Pickett ain't going to be there at pick 20. There's just no chance. Yes, indeed. If Malik Willis goes to the Lions at pick number two, I think that takes quarterback off the board for the Steelers. Because you'd have to trade in the top 10 to to, to get Pickett, I think, at that point. You think he's going to make it past 9 or 10, especially when the Jets and Giants have double picks there that they could trade? I I just don't know. That's, that's what I'm looking for. If Malik Willis or the first quarterback doesn't go until pick 9 or something like that, hey, there's a chance, but... Yeah, Detroit at number two is intriguing. I just laugh every year at how before the season we view these quarterbacks a certain way. Right. We do Middle this of the season we view year. a quarterback a certain way. End of the season we look at him a certain way. Every year. And we'll have an opinion that is very realistic. But as the draft gets closer, <laughs> the way we talk ourselves into these players, the way we hype these players up, you're just like, every year. Is this guy Michael Vick? This time last year, right, everyone like, was saying, you got to trade up and get a quarterback because there's no one coming out in next year's class. Now now, now we're like, yo, this guy might you go two overall. This guy league. might go yeah. top five. It's every year, man. It's, the, it's, we like, are, do, it's a quarterback thirsty league. But then when they come into the league and they go back to what we see on tape, then we act surprised. Oh, why isn't this guy playing well? Why can't this guy be a force multiplier? Why doesn't this guy read the field the way that he does? Why is his footwork so inconsistent? It's like, did you watch him at college? Because <laughs> these same things were there, baby. Mm-hmm. But that is something that, like mm-hmm. I said, man, it just happened. It's not even a fan thing. This is just NFL as a whole. Yeah. Whenever the draft comes around, man, quarterback guys, thirsty they they league. just talk, 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 talk themselves into these players. And like I said, I just laugh, man. Just laugh. Watch the Lions at number two. All right, two more here to get us out of here. Jason says, I have the solution for overtime. Still sudden death, but no coin flip. The team with possession at the end of regulation maintains it, just like it's the end of a quarter. Interesting. Now, that would certainly change strategy down the stretch. But then it's also going to change strategy in the fourth quarter because now you're not taking these. 
because right now, when you get the ball at the end of the fourth or you're trying to go to overtime, you just take a knee. If, you know, you're trying to change that up in a sense because you might be feeling a certain way, you're right. going to be a little bit more aggressive. Not necessarily that last possession when it's like a couple seconds left, but when it's a minute or two but minutes maybe. left. maybe. Right, you because might be saying if, to yourself, why, if, why, why sit back or why go for it, right? Because if there's four <laughs> seconds left in the game and you're at your opponent's 40-yard line mm-hmm. and you're saying 57-yard field goal, that's too much. Mm-hmm. It's windy. It's, you know, it's Buffalo in the middle of December yeah. or something, right? We ain't hitting a 57-yard field goal. Do you throw that Hail Mary into the end zone? Right. Because if you do and the other team intercepts it, then all of a sudden it's their ball to start mm-hmm. overtime. Yeah, like there's just a lot that goes with that, a, man. It's a lot that goes with that. Yeah. But you know what, Jason? Of all the crazy ideas that have been floated by people, that there, there, there's some legs to something there. Yeah, but I kind of like that one. That would, that would change things maybe more fundamentally at the end of games than yeah. we would want. All right, last one here. You know we like to get out on a fun hypothetical. Steel City Champs tweets us and says, each of you, if you could own a hockey team, other than the Pittsburgh Penguins, can't say the local team, which team would it be? I'm going to go with my first Ooh, hockey team that I was introduced to. The Sabres? The Buffalo Sabres. Yes, indeed, I would go with them. Not not my favorite player because I've always loved Sid Crosby. That has always been the case because they said he was like the LeBron of hockey. And now, you know, I'm a LeBron guy. Mm-hmm. But it would definitely be the Buffalo Sabres for me. Either them or the Red Wings, because I was I like Red the Red Wings, Wings is a good well. one. That's a, tra- a traditional yeah, like the franchise. Well. Yeah, uh, I'm going close to Buffalo. I'm going Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh, okay, okay. I don't know if I, have I ever told you my theory on craziest fan bases if and when their team finally wins. I think they're going to be up there. Just just my time in Buffalo. <laughs> Here's my top three for you, folks: fan bases that would just go nuts if their team won a championship. Number one is the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Chaos in the streets. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be fearful of their lives. Orchard Park gonna burn to the ground. Like, like seriously, I think the population in Buffalo would decrease by like a couple hundred thousand, because I don't think a lot of people would survive that. Number two, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 the hockey capital of the world. They love the Leafs like we love the Steelers. Like love. And, and they haven't won diddly squat since the '60s. So imagine if the Steelers hadn't won since the 60s, how we would be jonesing for that. That's how Canadians are in Toronto, up there in Ontario with the Maple Leafs. So number one, Buffalo Bills. Number two, Toronto Maple Leafs. Number three, I'm not biased at all, WVU. <gasps> all right, that's all I got to say. It was in the show. WVU, look oh, at you. You'd be able to see the couch fires look in Morgantown from outer space, you. cousin. From outer, from the moon up there, you'd be able to see them catches Boy, on fire. I can't believe you would say something like that, WVU. This is a fun show today. No, it has been, man. Enjoyed ourselves. Hey, man, it's always good to be back in the saddle. But with that being said, I do believe it is time for us to uh, get up out of here. It is, yes. Because we definitely don't do any overtime, baby, not around here. So with that being said. Doesn't matter what the format is. We don't do overtime. That's what we're not going to do, okay? (laughs) Postseason, regular season, offseason, dig it. So. Shout out to everybody that's been with us on this journey, man. The Power Grid, the Megawatts. We appreciate y'all. We missed the heck out of y'all as well, man. We did. We did. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Today was it was fun getting back in the saddle with Yins. Yes, indeed. Want to give a big time shout out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Yoler. Bing bong. Cool. That was loud. Sorry. It was very loud. I almost went deaf in my left ear. I appreciate you for that. Jeez, <laughs> you can tell Louise. it's you can tell it's been like five weeks I since I've been in, I don't know who you've been, been working with over here, okay? <laughs> I don't know who you've been working with, but we don't like the sound to be that loud. All right. But let me give a big time shout out to my my partner in crime with the good hair, Mr. Wesley. You Bing bong. There it is. That one was better.
Thank you. I greatly Bugsy, appreciate it. Bugsy, it was great seeing you again. Nah, cousin. man, it felt good to be back in the saddle with you, man. I look forward to when we do this again as we get back on our regularly scheduled, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday situation. Yeah, we're back. That's something we should say, too. Yes, we're, back we're back to, to, back to Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays yep. live starting at noon. And obviously, if you can't catch us live, man, you can always get us wherever you get your podcast set and you just type in Steelers Blitz and you know how to spell it and everything else goes from there, baby. But. With that being said, man, it's been a blast, and we will talk to you on Friday. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the Black and Gold. Stellas Mm -hmm. Nation Mm -hmm. Radio. There it is.